So a big picture or your elephant really is about your three-year view. Where do you want to be in your future state? Or where do you want to be in three years' time? And that is important because I think bigger, more than three years is sometimes we struggle to grasp the reality of that. Things are changing so often now and frequently that I believe if we set our big picture at three years, um, that is sufficient. Welcome to Laugh Lonely Podcast Show Season 2. Simplify your systems to amplify your results. I am JC Jeanette Cremor. I interview amazing guests to hear their stories and we share practical advice to plan and implement your business projects. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hi listeners, it's JC and on today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you a process that I became very familiar with when I was a program director in Queensland Government but now how I use it to help businesses um, set their path for the next three years. And I call it designing your big picture or ha- you know, how to eat your elephant is typically the fun part of what I do. So grab a pen and hopefully um, some of the things that I share with you today will help you um, check with uh, where your business is heading or where your team is, or do you have to be doing something differently? And also, I found out from a couple of people more recently, is they've actually also applied this process in their personal life, and it's made a huge difference in getting them um, focused um, and clarity around their path forward. So yeah, so that was really nice to hear about some feedback. So what is your big picture? I'm going to start by saying that I'm not going to be using the words that I was using back, you know, 15 years ago, which is program planning and um, blueprint. Um, I know from that discipline of planning multi-million dollar programs of work that it was really crucial that we actually took a methodical approach to blueprint design and um, scoping out what I will share with you, though, is the, the pieces that I've now used in facilitating these workshops with businesses around how to set their big picture. How do they know where they're going to be heading and what's some of the things that they need to consider when they're discussing with their staff, when they're discussing it with their suppliers, and also maybe their board of directors. Um, so these tips and tricks throughout the episode will um, help you get clarity around your plan, what's important and how you could possibly go around creating one and I'll leave you with some tips at the end. So a big picture or your elephant really is about your three-year view. Where do you want to be in your future state or where do you want to be in three years' time? And that is important because I think bigger more than three years is sometimes we struggle to grasp the reality of that things are changing so often now and frequently that I believe if we set our big picture at three years um, that is sufficient 
Although I must say that when you set your bigger 10-year goal or your real big dream of 10 to 20 years, that is okay as well because I know I have a 10-year big dream plan, but my blueprint or my big picture, my elephant, is really about the next three years. So put into context, this is going to be about where you're going to be by 2021 to yeah, 22. Wow, doesn't that sound weird? 2022. Your big picture also has um, your goals, and your goals will be things you want to achieve. And they might be things you want to achieve next month, next year, the year after. But predominantly, it actually describes what your three year view looks like. So your goals could be something like you want to increase sales by 25%. You want to outsource your low-value transactions to a supplier to allow your staff to focus on adding more value with your clients. It might be, um, what else could it be? It could be that you want to be the number one preferred supplier for government in tourism in regional Victoria. It might be that you want to be booked for 10 international guest speaking engagements. Those goals are really about dreaming, thinking big about where you want to be in three years time. Also in your big picture, it actually provides you the pathway for change. So although it's three-year view, the pathway that we design in our big picture can be broken down into years and then into quarters. And by doing that, we're actually allowing ourselves to check as we go along the path, are we still on track? Or does our three-year view need to change because we've had new information or our industry's had an impact by um, a government directive uh, in international trends, whatever it is. So the pathway for change is also in your big picture. That pathway for change includes the list of projects. So if I pick the goal you want to increase your sales by 25%, you might have four or six projects that you have to deliver to achieve that goal. So one of the projects might be that you have to cleanse your current client database. So you might have a spreadsheet, you might have an application, you might have sticky notes on a wall, whatever it is. One of your projects might be, I need to clean up my information about my clients because I really don't know who my clients are. It might be, your next project might be, I need to develop a a marketing campaign. Um, Your other project might be, I need to look at the products and services that are performing the best. So you can break down that pathway of change into a list of projects to get to that goal. So you got me so far? The last little bit of the big picture is the expected results. And the expected results is, like I said, the 25% increase in sales. Also in the expected results, 
you should be looking at also the quick wins. So although in three years time, you want to get 25% increase in sales or 125%, whatever that number is for you, think of about the expected results along the way as you start implementing some of these projects. Is there going to be points in time where you can look back and reflect and say, yes, we did achieve that. Yes, we're on track. So in summing up your big picture, has these things. It is a three-year view. It has your goals. It has a pathway for the change. It has a list of projects and it has the expected results. So that's what I call when you attend my workshops or you might read some of my articles or my quotes and I talk about eating your elephant. The elephant is your big picture. So that's kind of what I wanted to um, anchor now. Then I get asked, well, Jeanette, that's great. Um, but what, why, what do I have to invest time in doing that? Why is it important? Well, I believe there's three things, three key things that uh, a big picture, when it's developed, uh, can add value. And these are my three. It tells a story for others to understand where you're heading without the detail. It doesn't tell them who's going to do it, how it's going to be done. We leave that for our project planning. This is the big picture. This is about stepping out your path, your future state, how you're going to get there, but not who's doing it, um, not the detail. So I think it tells a really good story and you can use that big picture to tell stories to a number of different people. It can be your board of directors, especially in a presentation, you're an executive presentation you're trying to explain where you want to take the organisation, you need to tell a story. And this big picture view is critical, is crucial for you to engage your executives. And it also can tell your staff um, how they can belong to the future moving forward. They can identify just from this big picture storytelling the role that they can contribute to achieving those um, successful projects. So it's a storyboard. It's a way that we can tell stories to people to understand where we're heading. The other thing it can do, it keeps focus for better decisions. Have you ever been in a meeting or in a, um, what we call a town hall and all staff get together and you're hearing the conversation about what we're going to be doing next? And you kind of think to yourself, well, hang on a minute. Last time we talked about this, we were heading left and now we're heading right and there's confusion. And I find when I peel back the layers in those situations, it's because they actually haven't got a big picture. They actually haven't got their elephant clearly articulated in a way that people understand the story. So a blue picture, uh, a blue picture, a big picture, <laughs> Um, keeps focus for better decisions. And what I mean by better decisions, it's not about who has the loudest noise at the board table. It's not about who has the biggest budget. It's about where we're going to invest our next limited budget to the next change. Along that path, remember, you might be at year two of your big picture and you really need to make a decision about what's next. Well, you use your big picture as a guide. It keeps us focused. It keeps us 
going in the direction that we believe that we must do that. And it also sets expectations about our future priorities. So I was just mentioning, you know, we might be in year two. Well, already, if I'm a managing director, if I'm a, an operations manager, if and I have a role in the organisation and I'm responsible for one or two of these projects, I at least I know it's already sets expectations with me and my team on that we're going to be a future priority. Though it might not be this year, it might be in year two, that, that part of our operations, part of our way we work is going to a change because it's about achieving those bigger business goals. I'll give you um, some insight. The people that do this the best, and I know it might seem weird, it's professional sporting clubs. Have you heard on the news where a, um, a coach is going for an interview for a position, just say at an AFL club, and they have to present to the, to the board? Well, what they're presenting is the big picture, is their elephant they're actually presenting the three-year view of how um, he or she is going to take the club forward, how they're going to improve the performance of the players on the field, how they're going to become better athletes off the field. And so that's the big picture. Now, they have a discipline of doing this every three years. And what I'm trying to help now in businesses is to take my lessons from when I was in program planning and project program execution over you know, two to three year change agendas that I now bring it back to the small to medium sized businesses where they can apply the same thinking, the discipline to get greater results for their business. And so that's why it's important. It tells a story, it keeps us focused and it sets expectations. And you're probably thinking that's great, JC, but how do I go about creating one? Well, I'll give you some insight into uh, my workshop and some of the things that uh, I facilitate with the teams that I work with. And I'll give you three um, things that you can do to create one, to kick it off. And remember at the beginning, I said that people have also used this process for their own personal big picture. I think this is what they do as well uh, because they come to me and say it works. So the first thing is, Really think big. Um, you've got to dream what could be possible, not what you think you're only able to achieve. Think. So if you think your sales targets can increase by 25%, aim for 50, aim for 75. We've got to think big. We've got to think more than what we know is our safety net or our comfort zone. It's what we call stretch targets. You might have heard that in your current job or in a previous role. We talk about our stretch targets. And that's what we need to do when we create a big picture. And we do that by using um, pictures, words and symbols on um, as a visual tool. Now, some people call this a vision board. I call it um, the wall art. So I have been in offices when I've left a workshop and I've come back and they've actually turned the workshop into a wall of art um, on the outside of the director's office because they feel as if that was going to keep them focused on what their three-year priorities were. And, and I love it. So get magazines, uh, get access to um, anything that inspires you. It might be 
someone's um, Instagram post. There might be a quote from someone that you admire. Cut them out and put them in a vision visual tool. Now, I do this myself. I have my own vision board. And every three years, I really think about, okay, am I still heading in the right way? I break my vision board into three one-year sections and my and then I give it a a word so I use a a word for each year that helps anchor me on my pathway and my word for this year is connect my word for next year is extend and my word for 2022 is celebrate so this is how you can use pictures and words and symbols and also symbols could be dollar signs they could be a heart they could be um, a box a cube it might mean something to you or where you want to head so use these as part of that thinking big um, creative thinking and use them as a visual tool it could be um, online as well you might want to use um, powerpoint in design or some of those applications that allow you to be quite creative. But for the teams I work with, um, we have a session where we have magazines on the floor. Um, we're using our phones to look at things that inspire us on our own news feeds, on our socials. And we're using those images to actually talk about our big picture. Once you've done that, so you've done all your brainstorming, you've done your visual tool, the next thing is to scope the projects to deliver you the results. So from those big picture thinking, uh, we break then down the goals into projects and we scope them. So at the end of the day, when you walk away with your big picture, you have a visual tool, but you also have a list of projects. And you will have them, what I call sequenced, um, into some likely logical event series of events so what's going to happen in year one year two and year three and that at the time when you walk away with that that's really your big picture so i hope that's helped you understand what a big picture is why it's important and how you can go about creating one for the more uh, disciplined organizations that do this over and over again they actually now have um, infographics that is some of their deliverables. So they'll give their one page visual tool to their marketing team and then they'll turn that into infographics and then they will put posters around the office. Um, or alternatively, um, it can be a Word document that talks about the left-hand side being where you are now, the right-hand side being about where you'll be in three years and then some stories in between or a list of projects in between that talk about year one, two and three. So there's different ways that you can present it, but that's really what the big picture is. So I hope that's helped. Lastly, I'll give you three tips that potentially will also help you produce the best big picture that you can. And even for myself as a small business owner, I don't do this myself. I need people around me that help me design my big picture. And so that's my first tip is involve your staff and not just the subject matter experts that you think can contribute to the big picture. Think of the staff as um, everyone that 
has been there long-term, short-term contractors. And you also might even have some trusted partners, some vendors that you actually work long-term with. Involve them in the big thinking and in, and in the design of the visual tool. And in particular, the scoping the projects. The second tip is research what is happening externally to your organisation or in, within your industry. What potentially are the challenges that's going to come up in the future and how are you going to be prepared and how are you going to respond? So you might research and find out that there is some legislation change happening by 2022. And so what do you need to do to get ready for that? It might be that your industry is changing the regulation conditions uh, for you to maintain your accreditation in that industry. And you have to submit a new application by 2021. So what's some of the things, what are the projects that you have to do to get ready for that? And the third tip is use an external facilitator. I really believe that they will bring out the best in the team on the day because they enable the design thinking and they really challenge the expectations that are being set. And it's more often than not that external facilitator can challenge the targets and actually get you to think about, well, if the data is telling us that you currently have a conversion rate of 20% and you want to set your target as 25, how about we double it? How about we set that at 40 by year one and then double it by year two? So think about using an external facilitator that can come in and help you with your thinking and your expectations. So that's it from me from today. Next week, my gosh, you're going to love this interview with Jordana Patterson. Um, she really took on a challenge of how to work differently at World Vision Australia and she shares some of her insights. So look forward to that episode. Until next time, cheers. Thank you for listening. I would love for you to subscribe tell others about the show and share with them the insights you gain to help you and your team. Until next time, keep smiling.